0: This is the Our Monkeys, My Circus Podcast? Yeah,
1: that's what it's called. What do you think? Eh. All right. We're back after a hot minute. Uh, I just checked our last podcast. We did in May 2018. And it is now October. A lot has changed in those six-ish months. May, June, July, August, September. Five-ish months. Um... You're no longer in elementary school. You're now in middle school, which is sort of a big deal. And uh, perhaps the biggest change is, well, you, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm in middle school now, and it's a little different.
1: As people who have listened to this podcast repeatedly, which would be your brother, number one, your cousin's number two, I don't know if there's a number three, but they may immediately notice that your voice has changed dramatically. Um, In fact, people might confuse... Your deep, bassy James (laughs) Earl Jones voice for my deep, bassy James Earl Jones voice. Do you know who James Earl Jones is? No clue. He, uh, not most famously, but perhaps most famously for you, voiced Darth Vader. Oh, cool. So, uh, and he's done millions of other things going back decades. Uh, Field of Dreams is actually another one of his big movies, which you haven't seen yet, but which you may like. Anyway, so uh, why don't you give us an update on what's happened to you since May. We've had the entire summer. We had an incredibly busy summer. And you are now six-ish weeks into sixth grade.
0: So we had a really busy summer. We did a lot of stuff. We went to see the flights. So Aunt Heather, Uncle Tripp, Drew, Roman, and Ella, and Harper, too. We were there for your soccer thing, but you could only really play goalie because you had a knee injury, right?
1: Yeah, you're sort of glossing over the interesting parts and getting straight to the boring part. Yeah, I tore my ACL in my uh, playing on my old man soccer league back in December now, 2017. So um, the annual soccer tournament is over Labor Day in Nashville. I meet up with all my high school buddies, and I was just sort of there, uh, staying around in the goal. But get back to your point. On our way to Asheville, we stopped in Raleigh, which is where my sister lives now, Aunt Heather, and her husband, Uncle Tripp, and uh, my nieces and nephews, your cousins, uh, Drew, Roman, Ella, Harper, and we got to see their house, which was fantastic. But also, I want to ask you, do you remember their pets?
0: Yeah, Pickett the, I think, hamster or guinea pig, and then Linus the cat.
1: Yeah, your brother, who is now seven, he actually turned seven, I think, days after we got back from that trip. Huge cat fan, huge Linus fan. I had no idea. I'm allergic to cats. I became allergic, like, in my 20s, which is sort of weird. Your mom's allergic but you guys really seem to like both the cat and the hamster slash guinea pig.
0: Yeah, the guinea pig was a little, it had like weird hairs on the side, but it was funny.
1: Uh, have you seen yourself recently?
0: <laughs> uh, the cat had this pen. It's like a maraca sort of, but it attacked that a lot.
1: Pen? Like a writing pen? The pen, the, yeah. the guinea pig could write?
0: No, the, the cat.
1: Oh, the cat can write. Sorry, my my bad.
0: No, the cat attacked the pen.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, so like lasers, which we were not accustomed. I mean, you know, shining lights are lasers. It's fun to watch cats sort of attack it. Uh, you have a, We have a nine-year-old dog that is absolutely in no way going to think about moving fast for anything unless it involves yeah. food. Uh, yeah, so we did that. We had a great time visiting them. It was a short trip uh, before we headed out to western North Carolina. But we got to see uh, the guinea pig and the cat. Um Adrian, your younger brother, was mesmerized by both, which I <laughs> thought was sort of funny. In fact, I think he said he likes cats more than dogs now. At least he did at one point.
0: I have always been and always will be a dog person.
1: It's funny you mention that because Gabe, who I just mentioned, is nine and slowing down dog ears, he's 63 plus and he, he's, <laughs> he's in good shape for a 63-year-old, but he ain't in great shape for like a two- or three-year-old dog. He's nine. He's getting wider on the mu- the muzzle. And it's interesting because we got him when you were 18 months or so. And you didn't really seem too interested in Gabe until probably the last, what would you say, seven, like eight months? and a
0: half. Wait. Eh, mm, you think? Maybe a year, but like... So what changed? I don't know. I, I think I'm getting less hanging out with Adrian a little bit less. <laughs> but like, He doesn't like the same stuff I like, and I don't like the same stuff he likes, so I just decided to find something else.
1: Well, that's the great thing about a dog. Uh, The dog likes whatever you're doing, doesn't talk back, doesn't tell you what to watch on television, doesn't tell you what to play with, doesn't complain to me or your mom when uh, there's a difference in the playroom. (laughs) And Gabe absolutely adores you. He loves the fact – I'm at the point now where I, when Gabe comes near me, I'm like, all right, go lay down because I don't want <laughs> to rub him, like pet him for 25 minutes. You have no issue doing that. In fact, you now occasionally will sleep with him, which is sort of awesome. You take him on walks, which he absolutely hates. Uh, why don't you describe how a typical walk will go with <laughs> Gabe?
0: So uh, this has only been like once or twice, but for the first couple of minutes, he tried to sit down on the side of the road and just stay there but he poops constantly. But, I mean, other than that, he's good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, other than that. Uh, Yeah, no, I used to walk him all the time when he was younger just to sort of drain him of energy, but after a certain point, he's a good dog, and he didn't act out, and he didn't seem to need an hour and a half walk every day. I mean, but you're taking him for 10-minute walks, and he is wanting nothing to do with it, which is sort of related to... We started camping this summer, something we'd never done. We went twice, once to... Uh this awesome waterfall. And then you me, you and your brother went. Your mom took a vacation from us and we went to the Adirondacks and had a really good time there. But both times we brought Gabe with us. Both times he was like, Why am I sleeping outdoors for no good reason? It's hot. Uh I don't have my bed. Uh we're stuffing four people in this small tent. This seems really dumb. Basically is the vibe I was getting from him. In fact, uh, at the waterfall when we hiked uh, camp there. We also went for a long hike, and I thought Gabe was going to die because <laughs> we got to the top of the waterfall. I don't know if you remember that. And it was pretty hot and humid that day, and he just laid down in front of a bunch of tourists and hikers, and he didn't care.
0: <laughs> mom let mom let him eat her ice cream.
1: Yeah, and he actually he deserved it. I'll give him that. Uh, I should mention, before we even visited my sister, your aunt, and— their family, we went to New York City, state New Jersey with our friends, Joseph and Christopher, your friends, Joseph and Christopher, who are 12. Joseph is?
0: I think 13.
1: Maybe he's 13 now?
0: Yeah, I think he's 13.
1: Okay. And you're in the middle. You're like 11. And then Christopher was 10, I think, at the time. I'm assuming he's still 10. But that was sort of an eye-opening experience for me, and I think so for you too, right?
0: Yeah, it was fun. What'd you like about it? was fun going to the park and trying to catch frogs well, with Well, explain
1: that, because very rarely here, where you've grown up for 11 years now, did you ever kind of go out on your own, do anything without us either dropping you off or going with you to the park or whatever. This was completely different. Like, Why don't you explain how that was?
0: Their dad dropped us off about halfway, and then we walked the rest of the way for one of the parks because it was kind of far just walking there because I hadn't brought my bike. Um, the other park was not that far, so we just walked, and it was fun, yeah.
1: And you did it by yourself, which is, I mean, in retrospect, not even weird. That's what I used to do all the time, and everyone my age did all the time. You would just walk to wherever you were going and ride your bike to wherever you were going. But it was odd for us to let you do it by yourself, even though our neighborhood is incredibly safe. And their neighborhood is incredibly safe, and they had no issue with it. And I think it's good. It's responsibility for you, you watch out for your brother a few times. They did a great job watching out for Adrian, who wanted to tag along. Um, For some of the things, the other things, we weren't comfortable letting him walk 20 minutes away from us to to go catch frogs or whatever. But that was a blast. While we were there, we also went to New York City. Why don't you tell the story of everyone going across the Brooklyn Bridge, including your,
0: your brother? It was like super, super hot that day. So we were all pretty much dying about halfway through. And we went all the way across the bridge and then all the way back because we had nowhere to go on the other side. Uh, Adrian was not in great shape. He couldn't really see anything because he was a little short for everybody else on the bridge and he wanted water, but we didn't really have any. He was just dying.
1: Yeah. He was at sort of armpit height for <laughs> most of the people there, probably a little short between waist and armpit height. So he couldn't see anything other than waist and armpits. <laughs> Uh, To get across the Brooklyn Bridge is approximately one mile. As you mentioned, it was hot. It was the middle of the day on Saturday, so it was jam-packed, shoulder to shoulder. I felt bad for the the cyclists who have their own lane, but tourists and selfie takers were sort of crowding that, making it difficult for them. And we promised your brother, once we got to Brooklyn, we'd go to a park, because I saw a park, uh, I could see it from the bridge. The issue is when you get off the Brooklyn Bridge, you're in the middle of a bunch of sort of highways and, and streets, and the park is probably another half mile away. So we got almost into Brooklyn, off the bridge, still on the bridge, and I said to uh, your mom and Joe, who we were staying with, Joe's and Christopher's dad, yeah, we should probably turn around because this doesn't make sense in terms of uh, logistically getting to the park. So we all agreed, and we didn't really want to break the news to Adrian, but he obviously figured it out. When he turned around and started walking the other direction, he had an absolute meltdown. Because he didn't want to walk the mile out there, number one. So he had to walk the mile back. And I promised him I couldn't do it on the bridge. It was so crowded. But once we got back into New York City, I'd put him on my shoulders and, and carry him for a little bit. So that didn't really make him change his mood. Um, he and his mom ended up counting bolts on the bridge to pass the time, which I think helped more than anything. But he was, uh, let me just say, not pumped about the idea of walking two miles with his little short legs while staring at it waist and armpits for <laughs> what had to be over an hour. But I still thought it was pretty cool. We did that. Um, took a ferry ride over because your brother wanted to do that from New Jersey. He got to see the Statue of Liberty, which was on his to-do list. So we checked that off, went to the 9-11 Memorial, which was amazing. And it was a beautiful day. So it all worked out um, in July. It wasn't – you said it was hot on the bridge. It was sort of hot. It could have been much worse given the time of year. So that was fun. We did that. And – um Later in the summer, we went to visit my sister. We talked about that. But one of the things that uh, I found out while we were in New Jersey visiting Joseph and Christopher is that they had watched all the episodes of Stranger Things, which blew my mind because I would seen all the episodes of Stranger Things, and I thought, wow, I don't know if I would show that to Kai as an 11-year-old. But after talking to Joe, their dad, about it, who made a very good point, he said, do you realize what we used to do when we were 10, 11, and 12 years old and, and sort of got away with it? <laughs> so I talked to your mom about it, and we said, okay, we'll show Kai the first season and see how it goes. What were your thoughts about the the first season, seeing sort of things that presumably maybe you have, but I'm guessing you'd never sort of seen before on television shows?
0: I loved it. It was really good. It was fun for me because I'd been hearing about it for like a year, and I hadn't really gotten to watch it. I felt like if I asked, there was probably no chance, so I decided to just wait it out.
1: So what uh, did any of it gross you out or Scare you or freak you out?
0: Not really. Like for in the moment, it might have a little bit, but not like long term or anything.
1: But you like the story and obviously you like the characters because they're sort of your age, maybe a little older.
0: Dustin and Hopper are my favorites.
1: Yeah, I think Dustin's about your age. Hopper's slightly older. <laughs> we don't want to give any spoilers out, but I think we can safely say that. Uh, Dustin actually has hair like your brother, so maybe he should be Dustin or Halloween. You could be Hopper. Um, in fact, you like the show so much, I got you Dustin's t-shirt, the yellow one that he wore in season one, I think. Do you remember? What does it say?
0: Casterville Artichoke Festival or something like that? Yeah, I
1: think that's it, which is, I don't think you said no one recognized his school, right?
0: Uh, no, nobody. Pretty obscure hipster t-shirt.
1: But, uh, yeah, so you watch season one, you blew through season one in like a week and a half, two weeks max. Season two, we wanted to wait a little bit, so we wait till school started and then we make it a Friday night thing, so to sort of stretch it out. Of course, you weren't happy about that, but I think. Are you okay with that setup now?
0: Mm, Not really. I mean, I would prefer to just watch them, but, I mean, it's not changing, so.
1: Yeah, and it gives you something to look forward to. There's no reason just to, like I explained to you, back in the day, there was no DVR, there was no Netflix. You had to be sitting in front of your television at 8 p.m. or whenever it was scheduled to come on, according to your old trusty TV guide, and if you missed it, you missed it. Like, you don't have any way to rewatch it, so, um, you know, a little old-school television viewing, I don't think it's a bad thing. So let's see, what else we got here? Oh, in the years that we've been doing this podcast, you've had various interests from dinosaurs to Legos to Bionicles, and I think something relatively new, well, it's kind of gone in and out, but you've taken it to the next level recently, and I think actually I feel like uh, Stranger Things has maybe had something to do with that. Stop Motion, what do you want to tell us about that?
0: I just like, it's like sort of a hobby now. It's fun, so I can make videos of, it looks like, like Lego guys or pictures or whatever are moving on their own, and I can add sound in and make them talk and stuff, so it's fun.
1: So, what are, what are some of the things you're working on that you uh, you know are happy how they turned out?
0: So, I made a stop motion of Steve Harrington from Stranger Things falling off a cliff and getting hit by a rock and falling into lava. <laughs> so that was
1: those are no spoilers there unless you're actually. Following Kai's weird <laughs> stop motion movie, but stop motion actually is still a relatively big thing. I mean, uh, there's Wallace and Gromit, obviously, and we saw what's the movie we saw by the Wallace and Gromit? Early Man. Yeah. Early Man. Did you like that?
0: Uh, yeah, it was really good. You could definitely tell that it was stop motion, but it wasn't like a in a bad way.
1: Right. It was. It, that was good. That came out uh, probably six, seven, eight months ago. There's a cartoon that you're not old enough to watch yet called Robot Chicken. That's all stop motion. Uh, well, it's not a cartoon, it's Stop Motion. And um, it's by uh, an actor that me and your mom like a lot called Seth Green. But anyway, maybe later at some point, five, six, seven, eight years, you can check that out. But the point is that Stop Motion is sort of still, still a thing. And it's still cool and still sort of a form of art that a lot of people don't really know about. But once they see it, they're like, oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, so your little directorial debut, I thought, went nicely with the Steve Harrington getting hit by a rock. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's nice to have hobbies. You're still doing... Rock climbing, you're still doing tennis. Those things seem to be going pretty well. Um, why don't you tell us about school? What's the difference, the biggest difference between fifth grade, where you were the top dog, and sixth grade, where you're changing classes, you're sort of busier, lockers?
0: For about the first week, pretty much everybody was on the opposite side of the building from where they should be, and nobody knew what was going on, but I mean, we've sort of gotten better at it.
1: So that's... Your takeaway from the first six weeks of school? Do you like it?
0: Yeah, I like it, but...
1: What do you like about it different from fifth grade?
0: It's a lot more independent, and I like that we can just sort of do our own thing, but not, like, (laughs) um, do whatever we want, but, like, we don't have to get led around by uh, teachers.
1: What's one of the things you like doing that involves you having more independence?
0: Just going to class, uh, class to class on my own, and I don't really have to follow everybody or anything.
1: And what's the current state of your locker? Do You have a locker, didn't have one in elementary school, obviously. If I had to guess, your locker probably looks like your room looks, but jammed all the junk that's on the floor in your room into a tinier space.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I sort of stopped using my locker. Some backpacks are too big to fit in the locker, so our homeroom teacher, Mr. Noel, lets us keep them in the room, and mine is too big. So, I just keep all of my stuff in there, and then, when I need it, I just get it out of my backpack so
1: so you just carry every you basically carry your locker around in your backpack,
0: yeah, pretty much and your books uh my books weigh about thirty nine million pounds total,
1: which would be a good reason to have a cleaner locker.
0: No, I don't carry my whole backpack around. I leave the backpack in the room, take what I need for my next class, and then
1: not the most efficient use of a backpack and a locker and space, but all right. So let's see. Oh, one other thing, early Christmas present. And I think we've talked about, I don't know, you listen to the podcast more than I do and your brother does too, but me, you, your brother, and, uh, my nephew, your cousin, 16, almost 17 year old Porter going to go see Rhett and Link. Now, Rent Link went to school with with my sister. They're four and a half years younger than me. And I've known them pretty much since they were five, five or six. And now they're internet superstars. I mean, huge internet. Like they have, last time I checked, they have north of 13 million subscribers on one of their YouTube channels. And you love them. And Porter sort of loved them independently of knowing that we knew them from back in the day. And your brother loves them and so i was like talking to your mom so we should try to see if we can get them get tickets to go see their good mythical morning no good what's it called the tour mythicality yeah which is has like two or three more shows ever and then they'll be done so one of the shows is coming to atlantic city that's november 9th and we're going to drive over there and uh go see it it's what, what are your feelings about that
0: I'm really excited. I mean, obviously never met them in real life, so that'll be interesting. And you mentioned this, I think, a couple days ago. You said, it's crazy because we're paying money to see people that you used to see every day for free. So it's weird.
1: Yeah, no, that's funny. Although when I used to see them every day for free or church on Sundays or whatever, they weren't typically eating cockroaches or (laughs) finding (laughs) things that will it. Pizza or hot dog. Uh, yeah. So I told you, you were super pumped. It initially, it was just going to be me and you. And, I, and your mom's like, if you go and don't take your younger brother, he's going to flip out. So it's like, okay, we'll take him. It's not all he just shows. So that works out. And then I was like, you know what? I know Porter loves him. So I'll call him. And he's like, yeah, I'd love to go. So we're going to make it a, a road trip. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be awesome. I, I'm trying to think. The last time I saw Rhett and Link was 2009, and then Heather, I think she may have seen them more recently than that. They're they're we're, they were pretty good friends back in the day, but obviously they're in California now, and, and Heather's in North Carolina after being overseas for a while. So yeah, it should be fun. Um, really weird, like I said, to see them on stage in front of uh, I don't know how big the auditorium is, but hundreds, perhaps thousands of people but I, I want to see what your brother's reaction is as well as yours it'll be your second live show incidentally because earlier this summer we went to see the band driftwood which is a sort of a bluegrassy band sort of an outdoor brewery venue and what did you think of that
0: oh it was really good i loved it you've listened to the songs for so long and i was asking mom if they played like songs that had been not their own like not original to them Uh, She said that they were all originals, and I was surprised because I had no idea that pretty much half the songs you listen to at least are there. Well, it's interesting
1: because the guy that plays the stand-up bass in that band, um, I played soccer with him occasionally, and I just saw him randomly one day and said, man, you're late to soccer. What's going on? He goes, oh, I had a session, or he used some sort of musical term, and I was like, what What, what were you doing? He goes, oh, I, I play in a band. I was like, really? So he told me about it, looked him up, I was like, oh my God, these guys are fantastic. Saw when they were coming to town, they actually are based in our town, but they travel all over, and I was like, we should go. So we went, it was a beautiful summer night, and um, I don't know if Adrian loved it, just because it was sort of later, and he gets grumpy after about 6 p.m., he's like an old man, but <laughs> um, I'm really glad you liked it, so... Anyway, that'll be, that was our first live show for the family. This will be our second live show. I think that Rhett and Link are going to play music, so that could be interesting as well as do some of their other stuff. So, that's something to look forward to. Um, Early Christmas present, early Thanksgiving present if you want. Anything else you want to talk about?
0: I really don't know. I mean, we talked about a lot. We had a really busy summer. Oh, I've started going to the park with my friends now, so like Just sort of on my own with them, though.
1: Oh, yeah. We should talk about that quickly. So after we got back from New Jersey and you sort of gained a little more independence there, got a little more independence through middle school. And uh, after watching Stranger Things, you wanted to get some walkie-talkies so you could do your Stranger Things walkie-talkie combos, which I thought was sort of interesting, uh, with your buddies. And then I ordered two more because they were cheap on Amazon, just so I could talk to you because they were supposed to be eight miles in terms of conversations talk to you once you got to the park just to say whether I got, whether you got there or not. And, um, they don't work when I'm in the basement. turns out, and you are two miles down the road after getting to your destination. So I think that that was incredibly frustrating for you to try to sit there and yell into a walkie talkie and not get an answer. But once I came upstairs, I could sort of hear you. So we had to work on a plan B for that. And I'm sure someone will say, well, why don't you just give me a cell phone because you're 11. I don't want to give you a cell phone when you're 11. So, Let's come up with another plan. Although back in the day, me and your mom, I'm sure, qualifies for it too. Just take our bicycles everywhere and we would just be home when we were home, usually before dark. Um, But, you know, we're helicopter parents, so we want to keep an eye on you. So what do you think about the old old, um, walkie-talkie situation?
0: I like them with my friends, even though that hasn't really worked out. He called me a couple times, and I was on there, but I think it must not have worked or something. But I don't like using it for purposes that you were talking about.
1: For parental oversight? <laughs> uh, fair enough. Yeah, we'll figure out a plan so it's less um, obvious what you're up to, and you can do it more on the, on the down low, as it were. All right, so that's our first podcast in a few months. Not too bad. Uh, I think people will be shocked. That you're you're the same person that was on these podcasts two years ago with the squeaky voice that is no longer squeaky.
0: What do you mean?
1: You've grown. I should point out six plus inches in the last year, so that's nuts. You got your hair cut. I don't know if uh, people look at the website, but most of the pictures there are you with your long hair, and your hair is Steve Harrington esque right now. It Was a little shorter before earlier this summer. So, yeah, cool. All right. Well, that's another podcast in the book. Number 16. Anything else?
0: Adrian's going to be happy about it. He listens to them every night over and over. Yeah,
1: I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that people listen to this to fall asleep. But either way, <laughs> uh, your younger brother likes to listen to these on his, on his way to uh, Sleepy Town. All right. So um, we'll be back again someday soon. Meanwhile, smell you later.
0: Smile you later.